Hola, bienvenidos a Now Rise Business Español, un programa semanal de podcast en el que encontrarás pláticas con grandes expertos que te ayudarán a alcanzar tus metas a nivel personal y profesional. ¿Estás listo? Entonces, no te muevas porque esto se pone... Today we're going to talk about how to create a digital marketing campaign. My name is Carlos Yasik. You can call me Yasik. So uh, what do you need a, a campaign for? Well, obviously it's to do marketing and to do advertising and to reach something that you want. It's uh, basically you want to establish goals, create obje uh, objectives, uh, define concepts, and know what type of attitude you have to have as a company. So basically a campaign is a strategy, a strategy, a strategy that will help you win. So now that you understand what we're gonna do, what you're gonna do with this, uh, that you're gonna learn today, first we need to understand the meaning of strategy. Strategy uh, is something that is gonna help you accomplish a victory, to accomplish a victory, to, to make you win. So in order to do that, what are the basic needs that you need to have in a, in a strategy? You need to accomplish the most doing less. You need to identify your enemy and also uh, have possible actions and reactions that you will have towards an enemy. And I'm talking about the enemy, that's your competitor. Or if you don't have a competitor, think about what can become your enemy or your, uh, the substitution for your product or service. And now um, you have to learn and you have to be able to uh, notice the possible threats that you have and convert them into opportunities. So what do we do with it with, with a campaign? We search and research data. Yeah, we have to do our, some research, but the good thing is now everything is available. Like you can have that information for free in different uh, uh, places. And uh, we also generate tables that will help us uh, map uh, the ideas. And it help in those tables will help us reflect on this information so you can create a better understanding of the information. And with this, with all these tables and research, you make decisions and prepare. And then you create an, uh, an sorry, <laughs> strategic, strategic access, which is basically your campaign. But uh, so now let's move on to, to, to the creation per se. So this is not a plan to get more sales. Like, oh wait, I'm doing a campaign to create more sales. It's to create, to draw attention to your brand and to sell is the sales department. So know the difference between sales and marketing. So marketing is about, marketing is about drawing the attention to your brand and make people think about you. Also includes uh, to get sales, but that's, the sales department. Now, uh, the meaning of strategy. It, com it comes from the Greek strategos, which is the art of military operation. Stratos is army, egos is to lead. So is uh, basically is to be, is like a war. Marketing is a war. Is knowing what your enemy is gonna do, is, uh, is identifying and selecting the correct, the correct enemy. Uh, the consumers will buy something, uh, something from you or from somebody else. And if it is not exactly that product, they will find 
uh, a solution to that problem through someone else. So it's basically knowing who you are fighting with, uh, sorry, fighting for. Uh, now it's, uh, it's about knowing when to fight, which um, in military operations, it's always good to fight when you're going downhill. So the important thing about marketing is not identify when you're gonna go downhill, where you're going downhill in a fight. So mm, never, never try to fight uphill because you're gonna lose the battle. So try to know when you are actually fighting downhill. And now, uh, as, you, as, as I said before, it is the art of a military op operation. So we, if you like uh, to read, uh, just search for military books or uh, like, um... so first you need to do is to define a goal. So to direct and to create a campaign is not just to give orders. It is an intellectual process. It's an effective goal uh, that is focused uh, in results not in the activities, it's not about the things you're gonna do, is what is the goal that we're gonna set up uh, that we're gonna accomplish at the end. Uh, you, have in the, you have to put in your mind, yeah, like the mindset you have to have is that you're gonna win. Whatever you do, you're gonna win this, this battle. And actually this war, because the campaign is a whole war, it's not a little battle, it's the whole war. And now, um, uh, like I prefer to have it not as an objective, but more like a goal, because an objective can be reached in peace and a goal is achieved in competition. So yeah, you're fighting with your competitors. You are achieving something uh, in, comp in competition. So um, now, how does this goal have to, have to be? It has to be smart. And I, I don't know if you know about the smart goals, but it has to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and on time, which is all those like S-M-S-M-A-R-T. Smart, uh, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and on time. Now, we need to avoid to fall into the trap of activities. It's not about creating these little activities. You know, it's not about just like, ah, I need to do this. Because if you go like, what, what do I have to do? Oh, I just have to do a commercial for this. Uh, you're gonna be just living for uh, like, uh, just do, oh, I need to create a post for this. I need to, uh, to, do, to do like a type of uh, a Twitter post. And then you get drawn into just doing that, those activities and you forget about the, the ultimate goal. So that's why you have to define a goal or, on each uh, you have to define a goal on each campaign. Uh, you will see that your competitor has set some rules. Like you will see like, ah, they do this, you do this and they do that. So it's, uh, once you identify your competitor, see what they are doing and apply those same rules to you. Like if they're doing this, you do it too. It's a way to say, hey, I'm, I like think about like a battle on, on the, on, on, on the sports field. Like if they move to one side, you move to the other side. Like you are playing with your enemy because at the end uh, is your enemy, but it's not, uh, it's not a, like a life, life uh, and death situation. It's just like, it's a game, uh, which obviously <laughs> the, the prize is money or is getting the client, 
but it's a game. You have to play with it with your competitor. They will do the same with you. So now um, remember the strategy is the global vision of the whole thing. For people who is more into the business side is the, is the vision. It's not the mission, it's the vision. It's what you see that you're gonna get at the end. And the tactics are is the mission, which is the activities that, you, that is gonna help you get into that, point, into, into that goal. So now let's move on to what, type of, what types of goals can we set? We can set to increase brand awareness, to generate leads. It, this is different than to get sales because no, that's not marketing's job, that's sales department. Our job is to generate leads, to establish authority, to acquire new customers, to increase web traffic, increase customer value, boost engagement, and increase conversion rate. Those are the, the goals that uh, most, uh, most of the time are used in marketing. So uh, you can have like, I wanna have 10% more sales. And okay, increase your, con your conversion rate, but you have to be specific, measurable, you know, all these uh, uh, words that you need to, uh, no, uh, properties that you need to have for this goal. And now to define a goal, you can uh, on, this, uh, on, the, on this slide, you can see you have your marketing goal. So you say you put it there. And then what is the desired state? Okay, increase, say, let's say increase sales for 2% uh, increase in sales. Desired, st is desired state, you get your present, your current situation and you see it in the future. How is it gonna be after you reach that goal? That will help you be like uh, more concise and more focused on you want, what you want to achieve. And you, there you put the investment if you're gonna invest, I don't know, $20,000 or $200, whatever you're gonna invest. It could be, if it is obviously for social media, if you're gonna invest $500, okay, investment 500. The period is gonna be from this time to this time and the conditions. If the market doesn't, like there is where you said like, okay, if the market doesn't respond uh, in three days after the publication of this uh, promotion, um, I'm gonna, we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna stop it. You create your conditions for this strategy or for this campaign. Now, this is the, uh, for me, this is the, one of the most uh, exciting parts because that's when you get like creative. That's when the creativity starts, when you start to analyze the trends out there. And obviously is watching videos, uh, uh, reading, but uh, you have to be able to, uh, to, to use the tools that you have already. So. Uh, remember that things are never what they seem. You can see some trends on, and on YouTube, you can make assumptions. So it's always good to, to search for the trends that are, um, that are out there and always ask the why. Because uh, this is, there's, there's a term in marketing that we say that people lie. Yeah, like what? Yeah, people lie because we actually lie to ourselves. Because uh, let's say you want to buy an, uh, a phone, let's say this phone, iPhone, and there's another phone, a Samsung, and probably the other one is cheaper and probably has a better camera or has better attributes. And we lie to ourselves that the iPhone is better. Why? Because we are in love with the brand 
that we prefer to lie to ourselves that to tell us the truth just to get something that we that, that we love so it's not about the facts it's about the emotion that is related to your brand so well that that was uh part of the why people lie because they like they you convince yourself uh, of things that actually you're not convinced just to to get something because uh, uh decisions you know is uh, they are emotional so that's how we we buy stuff <clears throat> and now uh, when you analyze the trends let's remember the data data Remember to question everything. Everything, uh, when you see a trend on TikTok, when you see a trend on Instagram, when you see a trend on any social media or in television, ask why. And like, it's just like, be like a kid. Just why this is trending? Oh, because the, the, the girl is dancing. Oh, because the girl is dancing and it's also doing this. And why these other videos not? So always question everything. So you actually get into uh, a more deep understanding of why the trends are uh, going up or down. So, and now, uh, this is time where you're going to look for, uh, for the trends. Data is useful until the day it was measured. Yeah. A lot, of, um, a lot of people use the data to make decisions. Yeah. That's how you use it. You, you use it, but the data tells you a story that is already a story that is already, that already passed. You can change trends, uh, in the present, but Data is, is always, is about the present from the present to the past. So whatever you have, the trends is like, yeah, but that was, that was yesterday. That was two minutes ago at the moment the, the data was read. So now, so uh, data is not actually the answer. So this is important. Data is not an answer. It is the question is why is this happening? Now, how can we uh, analyze trends? Okay, you have to think that did the, like what they're looking for is the solution for a problem that they have. Probably they have a car and they need insurance and or they need a, I don't know, like they, they need communication, they need a phone. So basically it's a problem, it's not, a, it's not the product, it's a problem that, they, that you're solving. So to analyze the trends, you have to, uh, you have to uh, research and understand what they are thinking about the, the problem they have what they hear about the problem they have, what they see, and by hearing, seeing, and, do, and there's another one to do, uh, is what they are actually just putting in their shoes. Put yourself in their shoes. Like, okay, what, what do they think about uh, car insurance? Oh, they think it's something that they need to buy because it is required by, by law. Um, what do they hear? There's a lot of options out there to get, to get their correct auto insurance. What do they see? Well, they see that there are like, I don't know, 20, 30 companies offering uh, this, uh, this uh, offer. And what do they do? Well, they just leave it uh, for the last time. This is just an example. But uh, it's important to understand uh, why people do this, because this is going to give you insights to create a better campaign and more. It will give you the need to, to work with more um, uh, with a more solid idea. So now, how can we analyze the trends? Okay, first, use the tools that you already have at your disposal, which is, one of them is Google Trends. For example, if you look for something on Google Trends, you will realize a lot of things 
Right now, uh, I don't know if you have heard about uh, the keto diet. So it's a diet like this. Uh, uh, just how this can help you get your strategy. Let's search for keto. When you search for, for keto, I'm going to move it from 12 months to the five years. You see spikes, right? You can create an assumption saying, all right, those spikes, I think, is because people uh, do diets at the beginning of the year after all the parties and all these familiar reunions and all these, so probably, and then you go there and, and look at the other data and you see, oh, January 20. And if we go and see the peak here, oh, I'm trying to, it's a little difficult with the iPad, probably like this. Okay, December 23rd. Okay, that's exactly the, exactly the peak. It's going to be, okay, we're going to do this. And then there's another one, which is also January. But in the middle of the, there's another, like, smaller peaks that tells you it's in June, it's summer. People want to go to the beach. They want to have a good body. But this is a trend. So this is, like, this is something that you already know. But now we have the data to actually back it up. And this data, as uh, obviously, as I said before, it could change because... COVID change, uh, made some changes. And probably we see here this peak in this, in this other two, <laughs> we're not even doing anything. Was it the pandemic or was it that the, the diet went down in like uh, in hype? And so you start to just, re uh, just doing research and uh, you can type whatever you want, like your product. And uh, let's see, keto. Uh, oh, we can see here the, the trends. Shark Tank American, like right now, Shark Tank, Slim Fast are the, oh, no, these, these are the related topics to this, uh, to this uh, term. So all these terms will help you know what people is also searching for when they're searching for that keyword. But I'm not gonna get into the details of the data because this is just a tool and this is just a tool for the creative. So uh, now you have your product, just go to Google Trends, probably go to, uh, your country, your, uh, let's go here, let's put on California, and we see the same trend. So go search for this data, create your own tables, your own, um, what I do, I take these tables, I don't like, uh, and I just look at the peaks and try to understand what this is happening and put them all together and create like a cross-reference table, well, I mean, I'm a little nerd like that, but I like to see like, okay, why is this happening? Why this is, uh, why is people searching this more in this time of year? So what can you do to increase your sales, uh, to increase your awareness, or is it necessary to increase awareness of your product? Or if it is in high peak, you, you actually need to, uh, you actually need to do more direct response advertising. And if it is not high peak, just keep your clients uh, aware that you exist. So it helps you make these decisions that will help you see uh, what type of marketing you're gonna do, marketing, what type of advertising you're gonna do. Now, let's go back to the presentation. And now, as you can see, like all these speaks and all these, uh, they will tell your story. If you have YouTube, you probably know this graph and you can see like, oh, people don't like this, people uh, love this. You know, when you have a video, you, uh, uh, YouTube gives you this graph uh, that tells you, um, uh, like, 
when it is the most played part of the what is the most played part of the video and now uh we have to understand also uh the your positioning the positioning of your brand to do this you need to sorry to understand what is the perceived quality of your product is like uh okay let's take this keto uh, gourmet, uh, I'm going to create something like from scratch. So like uh, keto gourmet products is something that you go, that you sell, probably you send them to the house. I don't know, like it's keto gourmet products. Um, so what is the perceived quality is gourmet. So it's like oh, they're delicious, but probably you already have like five years in the market and you will know how people perceive you. One thing is what you think people think, and one thing is like what people actually think about your product. So try to be honest and be how people perceive your brand. Uh, probably is tacos, and people perceive tacos as something that is cheap, but it's not a bad thing. You just like that's how it is perceived the product or your brand. So how is the quality perceived? What are the associations that you have that they have about your brand? Is your brand is associated with? Um, Latinos, is it associated with, or fat people, or thin people, like, don't be afraid to be, uh, to use adjectives, just be careful when you say them, so you don't sound like, uh, like a bad person or something, they just like, use them because that's the way you have to create, you have to be a little stereotypical in marketing just to understand, it doesn't mean you're going to use that on your branding, but you're going to have that information, you have to be um honest with with yourself and not to be politically correct at the time of thinking but you have to be politically correct at the time of executing uh and you have to understand what is your archetype uh as your as, as a brand and the archetype of your clients so <clears throat> now once uh it's because I've been trying to move the slides and then I just realized I just have to do this and I was clicking. <laughs> and then we have the archetypes. What is your, uh, what does uh, your brand represent to people? So probably you are, uh, for example, car insurance, we are safety, we are service, we're caregivers. So the colors are towards the blue. There's a lot of information out there in the internet, uh, on the internet about the, the branding, the colors and the archetypes. So we also have more information on other masterclasses, but like try to identify your brand and what is the archetype that is uh, as, uh, as a part of society? Like what is, it, what is this brand doing? Uh, is it a ruler, a creator, an innocent, a sage, an explorer? So this way you have to, to understand what is the archetype that your brand is, is using to communicate with your audience. Now, your brand has a symbolic value. What is the symbolic value? Is what it means for you to, to wear, to use, or to have that brand. Uh, in this case of this keto, by doing keto, it's not about dieting or losing, losing weight. It's the symbolic value is I am a desirable person. It means I'm going to be liked. And that's what I want. So now uh, you have to identify your adversaries. 
You, you need to know, uh, as I, uh, I already told at the beginning, you need to know who you are, your, who your adversaries are. And you have to um, fight, as I said, um, only when you're going downhill, not when you're going up, uphill, and plan your attacks and act on, in, act on them on time. And then you will find your adversaries and you will find from for each of them uh, and the first column you will put like okay uh atkins diet whatever i'm i'm not going to go deep into this but from each of uh, each one of them you're going to you're going to have the strengths the weaknesses the opportunities that you see uh and the threats and this is all about your adversaries it's not about you it's not an opportunity for you it's the opportunities for them like, oh, they have this opportunity. You have, you have to know what their strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats are for them. And then, obviously, you do, you're going to do that for you, too. And obviously, this, this is going to help you to be aware of threats. Be on the lookout for things that can actually threat your brand. So now, you do it for yourself. You create a table. Uh, and it's called a SWOT or strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats for your brand. What are your strengths and cheap uh, weaknesses? Uh, we don't have a lot of uh, places to distribute the keto products and uh, opportunities is a lot of people is doing this diet. Like just look for opportunities for your business and the threats that like people probably is, people is, uh, is saying that the keto diet is not healthy. That's a threat for, for example, for this product. Now look for Alice. Uh, is Alice or Alice? Alice. Alice. <laughs> it sounded in my brain like, hey, looking for Alice, like Alice in Wonderland or something like that. Allies. <laughs> Look for allies. So uh, we, we, the allies are necessary. We are a society. So we need uh, other companies to work uh, together um, and to create. Um, but we have to remind something. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. In this case, remember, I'm not saying this is your enemy, it's just a competitor, but it's, 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 a, it's a battle, so. And when you look for allies, 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 uh, always have a proposition for them, uh, or what is the proposition, proposition to these allies? If you want to, whatever is the idea that you have, just put it down there, like, okay, we'll have, uh, this, uh, uh, I will talk to the lady, uh, to an influencer, and I will tell her that she can promote my keto brand, uh, and you create like a proposition, and then you, you make a deal with them, and usually it's not only one, usually I suggest you do three, uh, at least three allies, you can have one, you don't afford um, to have three, but just look for ways that, uh, of propositions that you can create. And now, this is really important because this is something that you're gonna use when you create the campaigns on digital um, platforms, when you actually pay. So, but it's better to have it from the creative uh, a session, like from, from, from here. So to consider the segments, you need to know to divide your, your audience into uh, geographically, into the demographics, into the psych, uh, the psychographics, which is like uh, what they think, uh, all 
uh, you can research more about this, uh, but like you have these ways to, to divide the segments. Okay, what are the, the age, the behaviors, probably they like to listen to music, they like to watch videos on YouTube, they like to watch videos on Twitch, uh, and also they want to watch videos because they feel a lot, uh, sorry, they like to watch more uh, Twitch content than YouTube content or vice versa. So think about the behaviors, the needs they have, and the kind of transactions that they do. If they pay, they like to spend money on online or if they like to spend just time. So think about all those stuff. Like if you can feel this, uh, like this, um, uh, template and uh, just have all the ideas. This is going to help you later when you go to the marketing, like to the actual buy of this medium, of these uh, ads. You will have already the information because you already thought about it. So now, you, uh, now that you, are, you have to understand your brand's position in the market. Here's a table. Well, basically, it's a cross. So in this cross, you're going to put your brand. I already did a, some work here. And here's your brand. This is you, the green dot. So now you have these keto uh, gourmet products and then you have low price versus high price, high quality or low quality. I put these uh, um, uh, variable, variables. These variables, uh, low price, high price, high quality, low quality, but those you can create your own according to your product, to your brand. You just find those variables. So, okay, you know you are here. You are uh, high quality and low price. And you have Gustacos. that they, they are high quality, and but they're really, really expensive. You have El Torito that is not that good, but it's a high price. So you know, you know where you are, and that's, where you that's what you have to take care of. You know this is my this is my area. Nobody get, is getting closer. And you're watching all the time when Gustacos is trying to sell something near nearby me. I'm gonna protect my area. So know where you are. So when so you are aware when they're stepping into you, or they're stepping towards you, or they're going coming downhill, and you are uh, going uphill. So you know where you are and what is the right time to actually tell them, hey, get out of here. And you have to be aggressive because that's how marketing works. Now, uh, so, and from here, you're gonna define the strategic access. Uh, probably you will not uh, find more information about strategic access in English because that, uh, like when I learned about marketing, uh, there was a, uh, it was in Spanish. So it was, uh, so I just related like that, but basically what you're gonna do, you're gonna have four squares, which, once you analyze the ideas that you have, you have these four squares and you're gonna have two ideas that you wanna apply to your brand. In this case, the keto brand is gonna be about indulge, like having nice, uh, to indulge in the foods that you want because when you're on a diet, you hate being in a diet because you know you kind of have the things that you love. The good thing about keto is that you can actually have really tasty food and, but the problem is how to prepare it and you, you have all this. So, but what you want as a dieter, obviously is to look good, but also you have to indulge. You don't, and then the opposite of that one is to restrict. You don't want this restriction. So you have one idea and the opposite. 
what are the contrasts? You have this part where you create the contrast between, between two ideas, the positives and the negatives. And then you want freedom. You want to eat whatever you want. And you don't, and this freedom comes with uh, the opposite, not exactly the opposite, but something that is uh, negative to the, to the freedom is the guilt. You don't want to have guilt that you ate a cake because you were doing keto. So as, uh, with the idea that I was planning for this uh, example, the keto is like, is you can have cake, uh, cakes that are keto, even bread now that you can find in stores. So you can create plates that are really good. So in this case, you wanna understand these four concepts that all your branding is gonna go around. Don't indulge, and well, from here, yeah, what is the strategic axis? Basically is when I do, is the promise, the promise that you're going, uh, going to do to, the, to your customers. When I, blank, instead of, I mean, when I buy this product, instead of this other product, I will get this, because of this. So now, doing the same example, I, when, I, when I eat keto gourmet instead of pollo loco, I will enjoy the sweet flavors without the guilt because the price is good and they have options. This is uh, an example for a strategic axis for this, for this uh, example. But well, this is one, that's the way you can uh, like plan your whole, and your whole idea for your campaign. So you know that everything you post on in social media has to it has to follow this axis, this main idea. Now from here, you you define it. Okay, what is going to be the core message for this uh, uh, for this campaign? It's going to be indulge with no guilt with keto gourmet, a full fl flavor menu. So obviously this is fake. This is not real. But you can have an idea how you can start to create your like your uh, different parts of content that you can create for your uh, promotions. Now, you need to map. And this is the most important thing because basically this is the campaign that you're going to create. You need to map the customer journey. Uh, the customer journey uh, in the past it was only through it was only four. It was awareness, interest, consideration. No awareness, interest, and decision. Now we have awareness. And then they get interested in your brand. Then they consider by buying your brand. Then they evaluate other brands. They go to YouTube. They look for other brands before buying. They go to like 10 videos of the same uh, camera that came out. That's what I do. <laughs> the new camera that came out, you look for 10 videos to, to, to convince that this is the one that you want. And then you make a decision. You take a decision that you purchase. And then you repeat again to other product. And if you like a brand, let's say <laughs> Apple, and uh, you will repeat and keep buying products. And then you have the loyalty part and there's the advocacy, which is when you actually, like right now what I'm doing, like I actually am not, but like I'm talking about that brand and I should not, but uh, you become a, a, an a advocate for that brand. So now you promote that brand. So basically what you, you want them to do it without paying them because they're gonna do, they love you so much that they will do it. Now, uh, you also have to understand, you understand the different, uh, the funnel or the different stages. Now we have to understand the different media that is out there, the different um, outlets. outlets for platforms, outlets, which they have different needs and different uses. One is for self-esteem, one is for cognitive, is cognitive, which is learning, one is affective, is more like emotional, 
and, and the, the other one is just for tension, just leaving tension. So if you understand all these platforms uh, that you have, uh, you have TikTok, you have Instagram, you have Facebook, and if you know what they fall, you will know what type of uh, attitudes they have towards that. So you know, like somebody who, uh, somebody who is not uh, looking for information, like somebody who is learning, they're gonna be in YouTube. They're not gonna be on TikTok. On TikTok, they just want to be, have fun and have a really tension. If they wanna hang out, they're not gonna be in YouTube. Probably they will. Uh, that's why it's, it's starting in this tension release. Or they want to, they're probably are going to be more on Twitch. So knowing what these different platforms do will help you create a better campaign for your brand. Now, once you know your medias, your media uh, outlets, and the customer journey, it's time to put everything together. You have your core message, and now you have to create different messages for each one of the buying stages. Buying stages, uh, sorry, uh, here there's there's like a, um, you have awareness, interest, evaluation, decision, purchase, repeat, loyalty. And the last column, it just, I don't know, right now, just in each one of these, you're gonna have a different message. Okay, in this one that we're creating awareness about our brand, the, mes the message is gonna be this one. And it's gonna be on this channel. It's gonna be on, Awareness, let's say YouTube, and is uh, buy the new keto uh, gourmet. The new keto gourmet is gonna be available. It's gonna make you feel good, and you will have no will, uh, no will, <laughs> no guilt. Yeah, <laughs> no guilt. Pretty much the funnel that you showed earlier. Exactly, it's pretty much the funnel that I showed earlier, plus the channels. So the funnel and where you put them. Okay, so now this is really important that you, we have to understand this funnel and the different uh, messages because, because the way you communicate in these channels is gonna be different on, the, uh, on, on each one of the stage brand. So remember your brand, tell something. Remember what uh, brand comes from? From branding the cows. Why? Because you have your cattle and uh, yeah, you had your cattle and you had to brand them so people know that it was yours. But at, but at the end, they knew it was yours because they knew that these branded cows were really good with their meat or their milk, whatever. But that's why it's branding because it's letting, know, letting people know why that this is this belong to this person. Podcast y nos quieres apoyar, no olvides seguirnos en nuestras redes sociales inauriceacademy.com, donde encontrarás clases, talleres y varios recursos gratis que podrán ayudarte en tu vida personal y profesional.